When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I'm Andrea Salenzi, and this is YOY. And guys, I'm freaking out a little. Our first live show as part of this Bonobos tour is being taped tomorrow. And I've been working on this very personal opening monologue. It's about the rules of dating today. But the thing is that it's something I'm going to have to perform live. On a stage, in my body. And normally this show is very carefully crafted. Maybe you can tell that. Even what I'm saying right now, it's scripted. But I love the suspense of live radio slash podcast making. And when I used to do the show for WFMU in Jersey City, this very special community radio station where the show was born, back then I used to just flip on my microphone sometimes and do a live call-in show. It would sound like this. All right, you're listening to WFMU. This is why a why. I'm going to get this microphone short enough for me across the room i have a special guest jim the poet welcome to yoy it's amazing to be on yoy it's a terrific show thank you for having me now can you hear that with some producer ears my my microphone's too loud i'm not really sure what to say but this episode that was taped in 2014 with my friend jim the poet it warms up and becomes one of my favorite live episodes i've ever taped and experiments like this one help to shape the sound and the feel of the show today. And I hear from a lot of you that you are looking for these old archives. So as I was getting ready to leave the studio and trying to refresh my live show chops, I kept thinking about this episode with Jim and what I could learn from it. And I want to share it with you guys here today. So without further ado, let's listen back to this episode from 2014. Now, people are asking me, Andrea, what's a radio date? And the answer is, I play like the sound of an ambient location. Like right here, I have the sound of a restaurant. Well, that's nice. Yeah, so we're, we're out to dinner. It sounds like a delicious restaurant. So you come here often? I do. You know, the uh, oysters are magnificent. Oh, you like oysters? Oh, yeah. I, you I know like what to... they say about oysters? Oh, what do they say? They're better fresh. 
That's, that's probably true. I can't, I can't imagine that they're any good not fresh. Oh, and they're supposed to be like an aphrodisiac, but I don't I, first I don't date. Know. Too Who soon needs to say that, that kind of thing? <laughs> oh, so you're. I'm always aphrodisiac. <laughs> Never not aphrodisiac. So throughout this episode, something I was doing was giving out the phone number, getting people to call in, talking to our call screener. And I've edited out a lot of that stuff for you. Let's just go to our first caller, Joanna in Brooklyn. Oh, hello. Do you want to go on a date with my friend Jim? He's available on the radio right now. Oh. And he could oh, take you out. Case, yes. Yeah. He could take you to a restaurant. He could take you to a beach or he could take you deep in the woods. Where do you want to go? <laughs> My favorite location for the for a first date is deep into the woods. Deep in the no woods. <laughs> I don't know why deep in the woods is way funnier wow. to me than just in the woods. <laughs> so, there's the whole murder element. I'm not going to murder you, but it's fine if you want to murder oh, me at the end of the date. That's flirting. okay. That's flirting. Yeah, I know. I definitely won't murder you. Okay, guys. Oh, is it started yet? We're in the woods. Oh, that's the woods. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to head out of here and leave you guys. Bye, Andrea. Bye, Andrea. Hello. Hey, Joanna, what's going on? Hey. Thanks for coming to the deep into the woods with me. Thanks. It was kind of hard to find, but you left those signs around, so. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I chopped down a lot of trees. I burned some things. So um, masculine of you. I know. This is, I'm really only masculine when I'm deep in the woods. Otherwise, I'm usually in bed crying. <laughs> oh, that's what bad. What is that shirt? She's is giving me the... <laughs> No, everything's great. What? Uh, thank you for calling me masculine. You are terrific as well. I just asked. I just asked if your shirt was flannel. Oh uh, no, I'm wearing like a like a polo Izod shirt kind of thing. My dad hands me down most of his clothes. I came right from work to the deep end of the mm, woods. That's hot. Oh, thank you very much. I like to pop the collar too sometimes, so like I look like real fresh, like the kids look. Yeah. Tell me more about your dad's clothes. <laughs> my dad, my dad and I, he's a little bit taller than me, uh, so he'll give me lots of his uh, his stuff to wear, and then, like, uh, for some reason, one of my legs is, like, six inches longer than the other one, so I'll always be tripping on his pants, but they're great pants. I just kind of keep them rolled up. That's mm-hmm. all I have to say about my dad's clothes. <laughs> do you always be tripping over the ladies as well? I do trip over the ladies. Hey, you should ask her about yeah. her. Oh yeah, well tell me more about yourself, Joanna from Brooklyn. Why what what do you like about these woods? The sound of insects are just it's so primal. Wow. It's really deep. You're a very smart person. Thank you. I don't even know how to spell primal, but I'm glad. I need a drink. Yeah, what should we what what should we drink while we're in the woods? I brought some tequila. You guys, 45 seconds left. 45 seconds. Come oh, to a conclusion. Is this the lightning round? I've had a great time with you in the woods. This is like my favorite date that I've ever had deep into the woods. Well, I hope it's not your last. Should we go skinny dipping in the swampy pond over there? In the swamp. Watch out for those cattails, though. I know they kind of are bristly against Chafe. my... Chafing. Chafing. Oh, God. I'm going to rescue you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Jo- Joanna, let's talk. How was that yeah. for you? Super hot. Wow. Really? <laughs> no, it was silly. He's not listening. You can say anything. What do you think Jim could do better? I'm what about kidding. when he said you were a smart person for using the word primal? 
that's good. It plumps up the confidence, you know, make a lady feel good about her vocabulary, even if it's like a pretty basic word. So compliments are good. He was good with the compliments. Effusive. Well, I'm so glad you did this. Thanks, Joanna. Bye. Okay. Thank you, Joanna. Well, uh, what was that like for you to hear what she really thought of you? I mean, I, I appreciate her honesty being and I, I really like when people just say what, what's on their mind. But I, I feel bad if it got silly and stuff like that. It just sounded like they were like buzzard circling or some sort of wild animals maybe were following us that I maybe threw me off a little bit. That wouldn't throw me off in a restaurant or, or in a mall. So my tips there for, for people looking for actual takeaways is that uh, you should ask her about her. Ask about her. The complimenting was really nice. Let's her know you're interested. Mm-hmm. Like when you said she's smart and has a nice vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And don't mention chafing. <laughs> Actually, I think it's fine that chafing. you get close from your dad. I just think that's like more information about you. And it's kind of interior. It's like I'm close with my family. Right. Yeah. All right. Joining us now is Tally in Brooklyn or Manhattan. Welcome to the show. Hi, Andrea. Oh, someone wrote down Tally, but this sounds like Callie. Oh, Callie. Yeah. Do you want to go on a date with my friend Jim? He's He hasn't been on a date for a while. Sometimes he just meets girls in real life and makes out with them. You guys could go to the uh, deep in the woods. <laughs> you go to the beach, like a long walk on the beach, or you could go to a restaurant. I kind of miss back home, so I'll say the woods. <laughs> oh, look, we're entering the deep woods. Are you okay? Are you okay with me um, leaving you here with my friend Jim for the next four minutes? Yeah, that's fine. I've been here before, so I, I know all the ins and outs of it. Okay, I'm, I'm out of here. Have fun, t- you kids. Callie. Callie's a great name. That's a cool name. Thank you. I actually ended up choosing it myself. You chose your own name? That's awesome. I always wanted to change my name when I was like in high school. I wanted to change my name to Matthias because I was a poet then too. But I thought if your name was Jimmy, you couldn't be a poet. So I wanted to be like real deep and taken seriously. So I thought Matthias was the name I should choose for myself. But I want to talk about you, Callie. Okay. Why did you pick the woods for our first date? We could have gone to some Albon Payne or a, a beach. What, what do you like about the woods? I grew up in rural areas and I just moved down here recently so i would like it down here but i'm sort of missing being able to see the trees everywhere my uh i had cousins that lived in waterbury vermont for a long time so we used to go up and visit them they were like the cool cousins (laughs) and then i met ben and jerry one time that was like the coolest people from vermont i ever met they're better than a lot of other vermonters i never met them but oh they're pretty nice although they didn't like my ice cream flavor that i came up with what did you come up with? It was called Oh Captain, My Captain, and it would be like vanilla ice cream with Captain Crunch inside of it. And I guess they thought that that wasn't like earthy crunchy enough. They didn't really think that was a good idea. But I thought it was because it was like a line from Walt Whitman's poetry. But I don't think they knew that either. They they didn't really they didn't really want to do that ice cream. Do you live you live in uh, Manhattan now? So why did you move to New York? There's just not a lot to offer someone in rural Vermont. I guess it could be lonely and stuff. 45 seconds. Oh, it's lightning round time. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Should we go skinny dipping in the swamp? <laughs> better let me throw a spoke in the wheel. Um, I am a transgender woman, and how do you react to that news? That sounds fun. I mean, I'm, I'm 
that sounds okay. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested in you, you know, and then we could always, we could always figure out, you know, all that other stuff later. I just would like to get to know you better. I will already give feedback and say that was a really nice answer. Oh, thank you very much. Well, I, I think you're really nice too. I mean, you seem like a really awesome person. That was so great. That was like such a, the improvement between those two dates is, is phenomenal. Well, I feel like you should come on all my dates and help me. <laughs> um, well, I'm actually going to kick you out of here for a second and just talk uh, to my, my friend Callie really quick. What did you think of that? He was great. I was I listened to the first date, so he went straight in on getting me to talk about myself. Yeah, totally. Thank you so much for doing this with me. It was great having you on the show. Thank you for having me on. And it wasn't too awful. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, bye. I like Kelly. She was, she was nice. The improvement is like Well, I, f- I feel like I, I'm able to take direction. That's the, one of my main qualities as a potential boyfriend slash lover. <laughs> that I'm, I'm, very, I'm used to being coached or directed. And so given, given guidance, I think I can behave in a, like a civilized, manly way. Well, let's see where this caller wants to go. Welcome to the show, Phyllis in Manhattan. This Phyllis is not going to any kind of woods with any strange guy, even with anybody I know very, very well. People get a little peculiar in the woods, and then you get wounded bears. <laughs> and, and, and they are not grateful for your offer to bandage their paw. Plus, who carries bandages? I don't, I yeah. carry a spare Band-Aid. I brought tequila, but no Band-Aid, no gauze of any kind. <laughs> right, right. So, no, no, no. Uh, now, I don't know what you've been talking about, but I, uh, whatever it is, include me out if it has to do with going to the woods. <laughs> okay. Of course, if you want to talk about going to the theater or oh, I love the a theater. fancy restaurant. We could do a restaurant. Now, for me, the real thrill of this episode is when my grandma Phyllis calls in. It's definitive proof of her ability to steal the show. All right, back to this episode from 2014. This is my grandma Phyllis, Jim. You guys have met before. I love grandma Phyllis. Everyone loves grandma <laughs> She's a force of nature. She's like a hurricane. So we're, we're tra- never ends. <laughs> grandma, what we're doing is we're training Jim on how to be better at dating. So do you mind going out with him to a restaurant? And then we can talk after the date. It'll last about four minutes. And then uh, you can give me feedback on how it went. Well, it depends on how he plans to enter the restaurant with me. Oh, tell oh. me more. First impressions are very important. He needs to walk on his hind legs next to me. I can do that. He cannot come in on all fours. It's tacky. Got it. So that's my number one rule. The other one is it's good if you wear pants. I have pants. You do? And what I, color are they? They're like denim blue color. <laughs> are they patched? Oh, uh, no, no. They're, they're very nice. My dad, my dad takes care of them. <laughs> Oh, my, oh, oh my okay. They're, they're not patched and they're not tacky, uh, tatty looking or, or shredded. Oh, no. I, I really wanted to come to this date, uh, you know, looking good for you. So I. Uh, oh, okay. All I right. Used bounce and, and everything. Um, bare chested doesn't go over too well either. I tried that once and I got thrown out of a restaurant. Uh, so uh, cover yourself in some appropriate fabric. Yeah, I have a nice, like, uh, polo shirt on. Oh, okay. Okay, so we're at the restaurant now. You guys should get started with your date. Um, so what, what looks good on the, on the menu, Phyllis? What looks good on the menu? That two-pound lobster looks Ooh, absolutely fantastic. I love lobster. Let's get that. 
Yeah, that that should break your uh, your going out uh, budget for the next two months. Uh, well, you're worth it, Phil. I mean, I'm happy to. I'm just happy to I be here with you it. tonight. You are worth it. Absolutely. Should we both get lobster and then some sort of thing we can both pick at? So uh, you know, I can look sort of. Uh, adoringly over like a plate of oysters or something like that at you or something like that because um, that's my I have thing. To give you the New York pronunciation. It's Ersters. Ersters. I come from New England. Ersters. I could do that. Do you like Ersters? No, actually. Okay. Uh, we can get like mozzarella sticks I, I don't think I mind them when they're cooked in Ersters stew or something like that. Oh, those or, are nice. Yeah, but they they just don't look very sexy on that. That half shell. I, I really, you know. Well, slurping is a glob is... of snot from a big animal. <laughs> or you no, know, no, no. It's it's definitely not for me. Okay, we don't have to get that. I mean, I just want something that we can uh, we a can both enjoy. Shrimp cocktail is nice. Oh, that I'd love to have shrimp cocktail. Yeah, it's you know fairly conventional and all that, but not bad. And then you know I'm dipping and I'm sort of looking at you over the cocktail, sort of you know trying to see which sort of slant of light is great against your eyes and your beautiful uh, hair and stuff like that. Men men must just throw themselves at you. I mean, that, that must be why it's well, you know, you're so beautiful. And but they land hard. <laughs> no, I, uh, I'm very, very fussy. Well, that's, you, you have every right to be. I mean, you're terrific, yeah. you know. Every, and, any, any man would uh, be lucky to have you fuss over them. <laughs> I, I, I think it would be nice the next time, if we go out again, yeah. uh, that we go to a, a quieter place than this noisy restaurant. It's a pretty busy Aubon Payne. Yeah, you know, I love the food and all that, but uh, some of these restaurants these days are so noisy. They give me such a headache, and then I get crabby, and then I'm not adorable. Uh, you're adorable even when you're crabby. I, I feel Oh, well, fast. then maybe I'm less adorable. I, that's not possible. Uh, All right. I'm going to swoop in here and uh, kick you out, Jim, so Grandma can give me some feedback right, about bye, the date. Oh. I love your eyes. <laughs> okay. So, Grandma, how was, how was he? I think he's a lovely young man. Yeah? You didn't think he complimented you a little too much, or it sounded like maybe he was sucking well, up? Well, actually, you see, I've heard that before. On the first date, this is what guys might tend to do. So you actually have to give them a second chance. A first date, if they manage to come in on their hind legs instead of on all fours, that's a real plus. But do you really get to know the person on the first date? I'm not too sure. Because you're trying to be polite and proper and not use naughty words. The second one is generally when you get a, a better feel for the person. So Jim would get a second date? Yeah, I, I would go out with him a second time. Yeah. well, Definitely. Yeah. And as long as he's paying the bill for that two-pound lobster, what the hell? Yeah, I know, but I was thinking about that. Like, what's he expecting in exchange for that lobster? What's in exchange for the lobster on a first date? Are you kidding? It's a pricey menu item. I think he's going to expect a little bit of My goodwill, my blessings, and my my possible acquiescence to a second date. Uh, That's it. I would never order lobster on a first date. I'd be like, salad, please. Uh, uh, Can I get a salad? uh, Well, Well, I, well, I I hope I lived up to... But but you 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 sound and you behaved charmingly. Oh, thank you very much. And you were it, it was wonderful to eat lobster with you. 
And I have a house full of company okay. tonight. I'll let you get back to your Hanukkah, Hanukkah party. Oh, happy Hanukkah. Yeah, Thank happy you. Hanukkah, Grandma. Love you. Love you too, girl. Bye. That's See, why. for me, I wouldn't expect any. I mean, for me, lobster is better than sex. And like, because there's butter involved and there's a lot of cracking. And I don't know. It's Lobster is terrific. I know. The lobster in and of itself is a. I, mean, I know. I just a, hope Grandma was picking up the tab on that. <laughs> I'm sure I could mortgage. I could days. mortgage something. <laughs> <laughs> I must have something I could sell on eBay, like a liver or a kidney or whatever, whichever one you could sell. So that was the edited down version of one of my favorite live radio experiments. And come on, my grandma Phyllis. She's actually going to be a major focus of this monologue I've been working on, which made me realize that you guys have some catching up to do, also on who she is and how she's creatively inspired me over the years. So here's a story I did for the Third Coast International Audio Festival. It's called A Cold Freezing Night for Doomed Lovers, and this is one of the first radio stories I ever made. It actually won the 2010 Third Coast Short Docs Challenge. Okay, here we go. I said, this is nuts. And he agreed. I said, this is really nuts. And he agreed. But we're going to do it anyhow, aren't we? I remember a bitterly cold, it um, wasn't a hurricane, a blizzard. And the radio and the TV were broadcasting the fact that all roads were closed. They could not keep up with the snow. But on this cold, bitter night, we were determined we were going to the opera in New York City. Gil had an almost fatal heart attack Thanksgiving of 1978. And the first real venture out of the house was to be a trip to the opera. Gil said, we are going. We knew that he would not survive another heart attack. We had him wrapped up in mufflers, and we had quilts in the car, and we went. We were in the city in 45 minutes. Never, ever did we fly like we flew that night. It was like God wanted Gil to be there, and he was so happy. Oh, my God. But don't ask me what opera we saw that night. Never did the orchestra play better or the singers sing better. They were singing for opera lovers, and they were singing about two doomed lovers. But don't they always wind up singing about doomed lovers, no matter what the opera is. It was the beginning of his second act. The first act was the first 49 years. The second act, which we were not sure would ever happen, actually began that night. And that second act lasted from the age of 49 to the age of 65 when he did die of a second fatal heart attack. 
quickly and rather painlessly, actually. Then it was my pain after that. All right, that's my grandma, Phyllis. Coming up in a few weeks, you will hear that monologue that I'm performing live in New York City inside of a Bonobos guide shop. And the main focus of it will be everything she's taught me about love. And as you can tell, it's quite a bit. Our show is produced by me, Andres Lindsay, with Lindsay Cradwell. Our editor is Hillary Frank. Our artwork changes every week thanks to Teddy Blanks at Chips.NYC. Our theme music is by Andy Miklas, Casey Holford, Lee Rosevear, and Evan Viola. We have a lot of great shows ahead, including one about marriage packs. If you have an active marriage pack going on right now with someone who you can really see a future with, please send us an email. We're at yy at panoply.fm. We'll be back Thursday with an exciting new episode. <laughs>